Hey there, Revelation Wellness friends. Welcome to the podcast. We are so happy that you've joined us for a brand new episode of Revving the Word, coached by our very own Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. Today, Elisa is wrapping up her series on the parables of Jesus, and she's going to lead us through an endurance workout. And just in case you didn't hear Elisa's news last week, go check out episode 712 of the podcast. This will be the last time you will hear Elisa on the podcast live for a little bit, for about 10 weeks. She's taking a break and you can hear all about her sabbatical in episode 712 if you need to catch up on that. You're going to be hearing from a lot of great voices over the next couple of months. And we are all about wellness and new here at Revelation Wellness. But before we get to today's episode, we want you to know that we are throwing some confetti around today as we celebrate that the Wellness Revelation book turns five this week. It is amazing to see how Jesus has used this book to help break people free from obsession and neglect, from shame, from diet culture, and so much more. Kelly Bordeaux writes that the Lord used the Wellness Revelation book to gently pull back the layers of pain that she has been holding on to from old wounds in her past and the pride and bitterness that had grown inside as a result of unforgiveness. The Wellness Revelation helped Kelly become free from things that she thought she was stuck with forever. If you've never read this book, we think it can do the same for you. And in celebration of five amazing years, we're offering the Wellness Revelation at 20% off when you purchase it from the Revelation Wellness Store. The link to the book and the store is in the show notes, so you can order one for you and a friend who you think could benefit from a little freedom in your life. And as if that wasn't enough goodness to celebrate today, that's not all. We are so excited to tell you that as of August 1st, the Wellness Revelation 40-Day Journey is now available on version, and it is completely free. We have been working towards this for so long, and we hope you will go check it out today. All of the goodness that we have talked about is in the show notes, including the link to the version app and the Wellness Revelation 40-Day Journey. Swipe up for more information. As always, thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, a big breath. Inhale through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Take a few of those. Get present. Get in your body. Get right here, right now. Well, you may or may not know this, but if you listen to last Thursday's podcast episode, you were informed that I am going to be taken off 
on a 10-week sabbatical. So this episode right now that you're listening to, it is pre-recorded. But I'm, I know in my mind, we're all going to be together on a Monday after I'm gone. But you're in good hands. Everything in the ministry is going to go on. You're going to get some rubbing the words coming your way. Just some amazing, gifted, anointed teachers. So you're in good hands. And I'm going to be rubbing with you. And I'll be back. I'll be back with fresh perspective and rest. And you want that. Rest for all God's people. Amen. All right. So as you move today, you're moving from rest, right? Moving from rest. So lift the corners of your mouth. And we're going to continue with our final parable. Now, there's a lot more parables that we just don't have time to cover that are the parables of Jesus. But we're going to end our series by going back into Matthew. I kind of passed over this one at the beginning, not realizing that it is a parable. It reads like an illustration, but it's a parable and it's a good one. And it feels true to where my heart is for all of us. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you for the gift of your sacrifice, your body, for our wholeness, our healing, our freedom. So we come to you now, God. And I ask that you would help us, teach us. Teach us whatever it is we need to know. It's on your heart, your mind, so that we look more like you (laughs) once the sweat dries from our forehead. Have your way. Teach us according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So just be moving your body while I read from Scripture, Think in Pictures. Activate your prefrontal medial cortex. Verse 14, chapter 9. Then the disciples of John came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch tears away from the garment, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put 
into fresh wineskins. And so both are preserved. This is the word of the Lord. Everybody put your hands up. far as your body goes right now be comfortably moving <laughs> you know it's movement is uncomfortable so there's a little level of discomfort but you can do it you can breathe and lean into it you got it breathe through the nose out the mouth relax your shoulders All right, parables are the disciples of John are like, hey, what's going on? You guys are doing something different than what we know to do. They knew to fast as a regular rhythm of life. And they're like, why aren't you people doing what we've always done? It's not not looking like it's usually looked well new wine is put into fresh wine skins and so both are preserved get a picture in your head right now of new wine and new wine skins do you see it wine skins would be like a like a bladder wine is what goes in the bladder New wine is put into fresh wine skins. <laughs> what Jesus is alluding to is we can't keep doing the same old thing when something new is here. They won't cooperate. They won't cooperate. They will be at odds with one another. You know what that is? That's the definition of lacking wholeness, of disintegration wholeness everyone by the way if you're like Lisa what should I be doing with my body right now just move it first part of this time together settle into a pace that feels good to you moderate engaging it's not asking the world of you because in a bit I'm gonna invite you to give me a little bit more of your world God is looking for consistency, for, for a matching collaboration that you and him fit together. But we got some old stuff in us. Can I get an amen? We got some old habits, old ways, old patterns. Oh, and friends, this is the work of life we will do for the rest of our lives. This get out of me, the old. Pour into me the new Jesus so we can be whole. Jesus was whole because he was always one with God. He had no inconsistencies. I want to be like Jesus, don't you? I do. Friends, I read my word. 
I come here and do these things because I want to be transformed. I don't want to leave anything on the table. Life is boring if I just do it and try to hold, keep, maintain. Man, the world tells us that. The world tells us, hey, hit that sweet spot and then just hold. It tells us that with the story of our bodies. Get to that perfect place of youth, which by the way, we never seem to find. And then hold it. You're not allowed to change. Everything about the gospel is transformation. It's moving towards transformation. It's moving towards earth looking like heaven. More and more like heaven. Wholeness is integration and consistency. In wholeness, we are the same person wherever we go, bringing the unchanging God to changing circumstances. New wine inside new wineskins. Who wants this? what's going on inside of us <laughs> the ingredients that make us us our character our hope where it's placed where it's found our joy where it's placed where it's found our desires that's our wine and Jesus brought new wine with him <laughs> You have been saved by grace, not of your own doing, ever. You can never, ever earn what's been freely given to you through the blood of Jesus Christ. So you can stop striving right now, sister. You can lay down that performance card, brother. New wine. in new wineskin. What's up with the wineskin? Listen, listen. The wineskin is the container, and I've told you your body is the container that holds your insides. But it's just as important as your insides, your outsides, your body. And it has nothing, well, like microscopically to do with how much body fat you have. Because here's the thing, you do need body fat. So you better eat. <laughs> you don't need too much, you don't need too little, and it gets to fluctuate to stay in that healthy zone. If we've got too much of anything, it's because we've made a God of something. A little G God. New wine, new wine skin. We want our outsides, our body ability. Right? Because body fat gives you body ability. You know that, right? Without body fat, you cannot think. You cannot reason clearly. <laughs> it insulates the neurons, thought process. You need it. So you have actions and ability, wine skins that can contain, hold, 
carry, pour out new wine. <laughs> new wine and new wine skins, friends. <laughs> Making that match. Insides and outsides, outsides and insides is the work of life that we will do for the rest of our lives. All right, I love this saying. You wanna know if a person, how a person is doing what's inside a person? Bump into them, see if they burst. <laughs> wanna know how a person's doing? Wanna know how I'm doing? Bump into me. See what comes out, see if I burst. <laughs> Circumstances will change and so change us. Circumstances are like waves that crash on rocks. Rocks are hard, but over time, if enough waves keep crashing on them, they will shift shape smooth. New wine, new wine skins. When I say go, you're invited into a 30 second push. Get after your wine. Get after what's going on inside. What are you wanting? Because you're all showing up with different desires. And if you feel like you're going to burst, it's because there's incongruency. The wine skin, the new wine skin ain't fitting the new wine. Ready, set, go. 30 seconds. Go to an eight, nine. And if you want a 10, I ain't judging. Just don't be dumb. No striving. That's old wine. <laughs> and that's an old wine skin. Five, four, three, two. Recover. Sink into your body right now, everyone. Feel your feet. Come into your wine skin. Breathe. Breathe. Feel it. Don't judge it. Don't judge it. Just be in your body. Come back to earth. Get ready. You're gonna push back this time. Push into your intentions. Go, push. What's going on inside of you? Is it old wine? Come on. Or is it new? Is it an old piece of cloth or a new piece of cloth trying to fit onto something old? It'll tear. Push. New wine. Three, two, pull back. Come back into your wide skin. You getting the point here? I want you to move from insides to outsides, insides to outsides, make them congruent. Right now, bless your body. I mean it. Say something affirming, giving God thanks. This is a good body. My body is upright. Thank you, body. Thank you, legs. Come on. I mean it. Just cultivate gratitude. That'll change the wine. Go. That'll change the water into wine. Give thanks, push. 
insides. New wind, push. Pull back, drop into the wineskin, come on. Every time we come back, give thanks, I mean it. Celebrate something, celebrate your breath, celebrate your strength, celebrate his fun. Isn't he so fun that he would allow us to do this? You guys, this is all his idea. I know it's crazy, but nobody needs more information. We need intimacy with God. So we give them our bodies. Go, push, push into the wine, the contents of you. Come on. All we're doing when we read the word is letting God go deeper with us into our cellular being. In our mother's womb, he saw this unformed body and he called it good. Pull back. Settle into your body. Bless it. Speak it. Speak life. Come on, wineskins. Look at what you're containing. You know what you're containing right now? Obedience. You're willing to do it. Sacrifice. You're willing to do it. But guess what? God desires mercy more than sacrifice. Push now, new wine that is filled with mercy. Mercy for yourself, kindness, empathy, mercy. God was merciful with you because our God is rich in mercy. God, fill us with more mercy. New wine, merciful. Pull back, 30 seconds. Oh my gosh, y'all. I ain't gonna lie, it's hot here in Arizona. My, you know what, I'm gonna tell my body, good job with the sweat cooling me down. My AC is working in my body, how about you? <laughs> is your AC working? Praise God. Literally, come on friends, that's actually a condition. If you couldn't sweat, you couldn't do this right now go and some of you you don't sweat very much but you are moving your body's working some of us sweat more than others and some of us live in Arizona push come on new wine new wine get after those intentions everybody clap it up like uh. three two yeah. okay when you catch your breath, settle in to an eight. On a scale of one to 10, an eight, you cannot close your mouth and breathe more than two, after about two to three breaths, your mouth pops open. If you're lifting weights, <laughs> you're in the strength category. After about eight to 10 reps, you cannot lift another weight. Come on, I don't care. 
lifting weights, mowing the lawn. <laughs> I don't know how to make mowing the lawn. Well, you're pushing your lawnmower. That's tough. <laughs> if you're riding a lawnmower, you're still welcome here. <laughs> you're being changed. We'll put in some sweat equity for you. Come on. We bear each other's burdens. All right, be an eight. So John's disciples come to Jesus, say, why are your people not fasting? In Exodus 34, we are introduced to fasting when Moses went up on Mount Sinai to seek the Lord and receive the Ten Commandments. Verse 28, Exodus 34. So he, Moses, was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Listen, friends, that's the old wine, the old testament, the old commandments. But Jesus makes it clear, I did not come to abolish those commandments. Those are a great place to start. You want some good rules for life? Have no other God. Do not covet. Do not kill. Huh? Honor your mother and father. Those are a good start, friends. But Jesus came to give us new wine. <laughs> and new wineskins. He didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And give us even more. More. So Moses was seeking God for himself and for the people. And that's why we fast. Come on, be a nine. Come on, for the next 10 weeks, I'm fasting. You know how hard it's gonna be for me to not be with you? But I know it's for my good. Because my wine skins are gonna burst and my wine is gonna pour out and be wasted. Because the bridegroom, he's not with us like he was then. Because he says the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast. What are you willing to fast from? Let me ask you that. It's not comfortable. Nine. Pull back. Pull back to a seven. Breathe. You got two minutes left. Your invitation will be to give a little bit more every 30 seconds. Ready? Give a little more and hold for 30 seconds. So friends, just making it clear, we are in the fasting times. This is, it's time again, but we have new wine. Uh-huh, thank you, Ty. New wine, new wine skip.
push a little more give me a little more i don't care if it's just a little more pep in your step a little more smile on your face a little more attitude a little more hold on now you have one minute left so we're going to do two more increases this is one so now really it's just one more come on then we will cool make it ugly come on let it be dirty go Last one, 30 seconds. Push. Come on, pick up your feet. Pick them up. Draw down deeper from your intentions that you are strong and able pull back. Bless it. Bless it. Oh. All right. Fasting. That's really the, the catalyst of this parable is the disciples of John are going, why aren't you doing what we've been commanded to do? And, and Jesus is saying, now's not the time to mourn. I'm here. I'm with you. That's so cool. It's crazy to think that. Like, let's think of that for a second. There was no time that Jesus fasted with his disciples. He was leaving that for when he left. That when they left, when he left, Fasting would be a portal to the Father's heart, to the gladness of the Father, because in this world we will have trouble. But when we take heart, we're gathering up all the things that matter and pushing away the things that don't. And that's what a fast is. For me, I'm only fasting my role, fasting my authority, fasting my responsibility, fasting, really fasting from you all, fasting. Fasting is just saying no to something for God's sake. So that could be anything. <laughs> I will also be fasting from social media probably the first time in 10 years I will absolutely take it off my phone it won't even be on my phone for I've heard from the Holy Spirit at least one month and then we'll go from there <laughs> and that's gonna be hard y'all I connect through my phone and I think that's the deal. God wants to give me more than connection through a phone. Come on, I'm just being honest. This is a struggle for you too. This is where you feel incongruent, where 
your wine skin and your wine doesn't seem to be matching. So we fast. I love it. Lisa Bevere says, a diet will change what you see. Fasting will change how you see. Yeah. Sabbaths on Sundays, we fast from work. So we can see God and enjoy Him and see Him seeing us and saying, hey, I got you. Take the day off. Remember who started this thing. I got you. I was talking about that with my daughter this weekend, how she's like, it's so weird that Sundays are actually the beginning of the work week. Like actually are on the calendar, the beginning of our weeks. Which is just a fingerprint of God. Our work starts from rest. We push away our usual rhythm of getting things done. And listen, God's not against getting things done. I'm not going on sabbatical because it's a reprimand. There's just more. He wants us to do good things. Greater things than these will you do, he says. Jesus said those words to his disciples. Greater things will you do than what I've done. But some things only come out through prayer and fasting. Some new wine deposited into new wineskin will only come through fasting. So John's disciples are fasting. And Jesus doesn't chastise them for fasting or from fasting, but reminds them that the purpose of fasting is to hear and see. And he's saying, hey, see, right now I'm with you. See right now, and the day will come when I'll be gone, and, and you will fast then. But for this moment in the time of history, take it in, John's disciples. Come taste and see that the Lord is good. He's here in our midst. So here's what I love about this parable and why I feel like we want to wrap up our series on the stories that Jesus told. And by the way, we didn't do all of them. <laughs> I would encourage you, finish it out. Go study the ones we didn't get a chance to be together on. And to be honest, you'll remember the stories. It might be hard to remember a Bible verse in a moment of panic when the outside, the, the external world is not matching your internal world. You can remember some of these stories that you've been told. Review, go, listen to them again. Because Jesus speaks in these parables to show us the kingdom, to show us a greater reality from which we live. And ultimately, all the parables, to me, feel like they're getting after this one thing, that our outsides would match our insides, and our insides would match our outsides, because those are people that contain the power and presence of God, and the people who contain the power and presence of God change the world.
they're able fit to show the world for God so loved the world that he sent not a spirit of religion but a real true and living God who is searching and looking for those who are in need of help so our outsides verse 16 he says no one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment unshrunk cloth see that a new piece of cloth a new garment a new piece of garment on an old garment for the patch tears away from the garment and the worst tear is made worst tear means that there was a tear already in place like this is see a pair of pants with a hole there was a hole we were separated from god and all our religious form and activity like fasting couldn't close the gap jesus is our new garment the unshrunk cloth and he says i can't put that on an old garment that's why you're going to need new garments <laughs> jesus is our new garment remember the lord god made for adam and for his wife garments of skin and clothed them we can't put something new jesus over something old we have to take off the old and become totally new Okay, sorry about that. You probably heard an alarm going off in the background. Y'all, I've had more challenge getting this episode recorded to you. So this must be a good one. Hell, hell's yelling. Don't worry about it. New wine skin, new wine. We can't put something new over something old. We have to take off the old step completely into the new garments right no one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth something new on something old for the patch will tear away from the garment and a worse tear is made garments that's our outsides our actions how we display the glory of God I love this God cares about it he didn't come just to give you new nature. He came to give you new actions, <laughs> new use for your muscle contractions, new reasons to breathe and speak. Your body makes it possible for heaven to be seen. Say it with me. My body makes possible for heaven to be seen. That's it. First, listen to me. Some of you get all tossed about in your social media feeds or watching the commercials trying to tell you what your body's for, and it's a lie. It's not what it's for. It's an aspect. Yeah, yeah, if I eat differently, I can change my body. But y'all, don't play in the shallow end of the pool. As C.S. Lewis says, we are content with playing in the mud pits when we're offered a vacation by the sea. Your body 
amazing. And I'm telling you, if, if we can get you more in touch with what your body is feeling and the actions that you do, staying aware of yourself, watching your body, watching your mouth. And if you listen to the podcast about why I'm going on sabbatical, <laughs> my wineskin was telling me we're not matching anymore. This new wine isn't matching my limited wineskin. And that's the thing about a wineskin. It has boundaries. Your body, your physical life has boundaries. He's put them there in pleasant places. So you can enjoy rest. You know that, right? If your body didn't have a boundary, if you didn't have the constraints of a physical world like gravity, sun and moon, time, then you would just go, 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 go all the time. But we have boundaries. And when those boundaries start to get pushed, broken, we start doing things we don't want to do, feeling unease, and I mean physically. That's a cue. Pull back. It's time to fast something. Our outsides. Jesus came for those two, and he put on his own garment, and it went to the cross, and he took every point of sin, pain, physical suffering that we will never endure. Our outsides is a new garment. Everyone right now, take a breath, lift your head. Open your hands, maybe extend them towards the skies. <laughs> and see God seeing you. <laughs> Saying, God, you get my body too. Inhabit me. Use this body as your theater to play out the story of heaven. <laughs> Put me on like a glove, God. And that is what your body is for. Your outsides, your wineskins, he came for that. Now your insides, verse 17, neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh, wineskins and so both are preserved new wine is what's inside of us <laughs> Jesus is inside of us the Holy Spirit is inside of us it is the new wine but if you're gonna have new wine you better have some new wineskins <laughs> and listen I'm gonna come back in 10 weeks I'm gonna be 10 weeks older I'm not gonna be 10 weeks with new and young skin. <laughs> I'm gonna be 10 weeks chronologically older, but I am convinced I will have new wine skin, a new understanding of my boundaries, the, the pleasant places he's called me to by saying no to what I have been doing so I can find out what is this wine skin supposed to be doing 
where do I devote my energy, my time? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you building, God, so I can come alongside you and build in this new season with new wine and new wineskin? New wine is our insides, our presence, our character, our, our nature. It's all based around what we are conscious of, by the way. What you become conscious of, what you focus on, it grows inside of you. So Jesus is the new wine. And we can't put something new into something old. Job 32, 19, he says, Behold, my belly is like wine that has no vent, like new wine skins ready to burst. He's, Job's in conflict. He knows who God is, but nothing about his external circumstances are revealing a good God. But he did not curse God and die. He stayed in the suffering, in the wrestle. And he was honest. Behold, my belly is like wine that has no vent. I cannot breathe in this. And my wineskins are going to burst. He's feeling it. There's a conflict of interest. And the Spirit of God searches out inconsistencies in us, friends. It does so in order to preserve both our bodies and our souls, our insides and our outsides. Our souls matter. Our bodies matter. Which makes it possible for us to bring heaven to earth. So I have four questions for you, and then we're going to wrap this up. I know I've gone long today, but I think I'm, I'm on the, the dock waving goodbye as you all get on the boat and float away for 10 weeks. I'll see you again. Pray for me, though. I would ask, pray. Pray for my family. I've got a lot of change coming. My daughter going off to college, and I'm going to come home to no emails, no social media. I don't know, but it's a hardcore fast. So, in light of me going, I'm going to be asking myself these questions. And I ask you these four. One, number one, would you like to be congruent in your life? Right? First of all, do you even want that? Would you like to be consistent that your insides and your outsides are working in harmony together? Doesn't mean there won't be tension and opposition, but when it comes, you know how to work in accordance with a physical and spiritual world. Would you like congruency? Second question. Now that Jesus is no longer with us in the flesh and blood and you want your flesh and blood to be congruent, is there something you sense the Spirit is asking you to fast? Because He's not here with us anymore and a time has come. Fasting will change the way you see. Number three, 
This is concerning your outsides. What old habits and ways are still showing up? And number four, concerning your insides, your new wine. What do you need to do to get more wine inside of you? I pray you'll maybe do this episode again and work through those questions. But now, friends, I leave you with 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 to 24. It says, May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole and put you together, spirit, soul, and body, to keep you fit for the coming of our Master, Jesus Christ. The one who called you is completely dependable. If he said it, he'll do it. Thank you, God. Thank you for this gift of time and ability. We love you. Thanks, friends. I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.